Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the You Heard It Here First podcast. I'm your host, Sammy DeYoung, in studio today. Happy to be here with Pastor Josh. It's good to be here, Sammy. Uh, last time we were together, you were going to be heading to Grace Adventures with yes. the middle school for their retreat. Yes. How'd that go? It was very fun. We had a group of 12 middle school students. A bunch of older sisters and their little brothers was kind of the the vibe for the weekend, but it was a good time. Very high energy. How are you uh, doing in terms of exhaustion levels? I'm a, I'm more tired than I thought I was today. I'm realizing, but more tired than the high school student retreat, or just a different kind I of. I think tired? so, actually. The high school retreat, I feel like. I felt like we were there longer. Like the day just kind of didn't like drag, but this this weekend it went by so fast. We were just constantly going. So I'm tired. Any highlights? Um actually, on Saturday night, Grace Adventures had like a debate. Normally they have like a a dodgeball tournament, but instead of that they had like debates. And one of the debates was, is hot chocolate, frozen hot chocolate <laughs> Get real? out of here. For real? Yeah, it was. You did not prompt this debate, did you? I don't think so, but I know that their program director listened to our podcast. Listened to our podcast. And where is this podcast? Is this program director a male or female? Female. Hannah. She's been on the podcast. Oh, yes. Yes. And uh, where does Hannah fall on this debate? I think, with you or with I me? I think with me because she agrees with the flavor thing in mm. that... If her, you were to her buy, thinking is faulty. Ugh, we can't start this again. But that was a <laughs> highlight to hear them say that. I was like, kind. I knew they were going to, but I forgot. Hmm. So when they started announcing that, I was like, <gasps> I. But our girls didn't debate that one. They debated if dogs were better than cats. And they, that's an easy one to win. You think so? They won it. I would think so. Our girls won. Woo woo. Nice. Yes, dogs are better than cats. Any any other highlights? Um, we played a lot of broom ball, which was fun. Yeah, so uh, one of the things that I learned uh, was that you used your connections. I did. As it relates to Broomball. I don't know if we should say this, but actually it's fine. Yes, I have connections at Grace You Adventures. can always cut this one out. Yeah, but I, maybe I won't. But shout out to Lance. <laughs> Yay, Lance. <laughs> For leaving the lights on and letting us play after the stuff was closed. Well, the kids it, loved it. If it's, I was going to say, uh, that was the highlight of... Uh, Cole's weekend. Oh, good. The broom ball at 11 p.m. It was very fun. Very slippery. People go. It was a good time. Nice. Yes. Anything else from the weekend that was uh, was worth highlighting for the audience? Mm, Not that I can think of off the top of my head. The speaker was really good in the sessions. He had a lot of good things to say. He had sixth grade boys taking notes very intensely. So that was really good and cool to see. But overall, very fun. No major injuries. That's good. Yes. Some commitments to Christ. So that was cool. Very cool. Yes. So it makes sense to talk a little bit about Grace Adventures because it sounds like your interview today is going to be about an uh, interview with someone. Yes. From Grace Adventures, the, their, their, <laughs> their ranch manager, Tim Younglove, is in studio today to talk about their ranch program. And a little bit about their winter retreats and just kind of a little bit of his backstory and just Grace Adventures. So we should stick around and listen to that. Yes. Stay tuned for Tim Young Love, everybody. 
Timothy, welcome Sam. to the podcast. Hey, thank you. How are good you doing to today? I'm doing good. I have uh, been uh, all across the country already today. Yeah. Back. The country? Well, you know, <laughs> the, the country being the state of Michigan. Yes, Michigan. Yeah. No, I started off my morning uh, up in Silver Lake. Nice. So north of Muskegon, south of Ludington, mm-hmm. and uh, have already been over east of Lansing. Wow. And now I'm sitting in, uh, where am I at now? You're in like Byron Center. Byron Center? Yeah. Yeah. Is where there a go? center of Byron Center? There's is like that, a downtown. There's like a downtown. <laughs> Do they have like a like a pin mark oh, or whatever where the center of Byron Center is? They should. I just feel like that would be a thing. That'd be like a cool, like almost a touristy stop. Go to the center of Byron Center. Yeah. I'll write a letter. It, it should be a thing. It should be a thing. I'll yeah. I'll try to find it. You're not done traveling today, correct? No, I have to go all the way down to Pullman. Where is so that? that's like just north of South Haven a little ways. Okay. And then all the way back up and to Silver back. Lake. Yeah. Why are you doing that? I'm picking up two horses. Uh, so I've got one. While we're sitting here recording this, I have a horse in the horse trailer in the parking Perfect. lot. Perfect. <laughs> yeah. He's happy. He's eating hay. He's good to go. Oh, good. Yeah. He's, he's traveled a, a little bit. Um, so I got him in the trailer and then I'm hopefully picking up another one, uh, down in Pullman. Nice. Yeah. Do you like check them out? Like you haven't met these horses before, right? So you kind of go to not. see if they're a good fit. Yes. Okay. Yeah. So, um, typically I, I don't travel more than an hour to, okay. um, to go see horses mm-hmm. unless I can see a, a recent video of them being ridden. Okay. That makes sense. And if I, if they don't have one, then it's not worth my time. Yeah. Because I have done the whole travel somewhere and yeah. then not like the horse when I get there thing. Yeah, that's so, not good. So it's rare nowadays that I actually travel and don't come back with the horse. There oh, has good. to be something pretty drastically wrong. Yeah. Try to weed them out beforehand. Yeah. Kind of a fire them before you hire them yeah. situation. That's fair to do considering yeah. what these horses are asked to do. Carry little children. Little children and, and large adults. Large yes. adults, yes. They, they get to do that. Yes. Great. Well, before we get too much more, <laughs> much more into this, just a reminder who you are. Yeah. This is Tim Younglove from Grace Adventures Paradise yes. Ranch. And this is like perfect timing to have you on because we were just there with our middle school youth right. group. So when this will be posted on Friday, it's like a week out. Oh, sweet. So we can chat about that. But yeah. we're excited to have you on to talk a little bit about who you are in Grace Adventures in the ranch. Yeah. Awesome. Great. So what do you want to know? Um, let's I'm, start. I'm, I'm an open book. Okay, let's just kind of start with who you are. Who's Tim Younglove? <laughs> Very broad question, but like, let's start with your family. Yeah, great. So, uh, it is just my wife and I. Hannah is her name, and uh, we love we, Hannah. We, yeah, she's pretty great. We have been married for oh man, I better get this right. Uh, 13 years. Nice. Yep. Um, almost 14. It'll be 14 on June 14th. Oh, wow. Which is our, what is that? Is that golden the golden anniversary? Is that what they call that now? I think so. Oh, great. I better, That's I a do, big deal, Tim. I got to do something special. You got to remember that. Great. And it's on tape and everything. Yes. Oh, man. Hannah will listen to this yeah. and expect something. Yeah, she will now. Okay. And, and so will everyone else. <laughs> Wonderful. Um, so, anyway, so yeah, it's just the two of us. We don't have any biological children, but I like to say that we have many, many oh, children. Oh, yes. And uh, we, we view our um, all of our interns and our staff um, throughout the last over decade that we've been in full-time ministry as, as our children. Yeah. So your camp kids, our camp kids, exactly right. 
Yes. Yeah. So um, we do have uh, two dogs, Honda and Layla. The best. Layla's a Layla's a celebrity dog. <laughs> She's pretty fantastic. Everybody loves Layla. Even people who don't like dogs love Layla. Yes. Um. Yeah. Hondo. Hondo an acquired so taste. Yeah, he's an acquired taste. <laughs> he. Uh, I feel like he's a good dog. He's, though. He's uh, he is a well-behaved dog. Yes. He's just weird. Yeah, he's a little, he's a little goofy. He's a little goofy. A little different, but that's okay. He's he's past the peeing on you when he meets you stage. Yes. So <sighs> that's a good thing. He did that to me all the time. <laughs> <laughs> One other thing I forgot to mention: Tim and I have known each other for quite some time. I believe yeah. your first summer was my first summer being a camper at Grace Adventures. I think you're right. I think that is how it worked. Should we tell them? Oh, we should. We should tell them. I forgot about that. Yeah, I did too. Do you want to tell them? No. You tell it. Okay. I'll, I'll just do color commentary. How does that sound? Okay, great. So about, you said you started there. I know I was 11 years old when I went on, 11 so, or 12 when I went on a winter retreat with my friend's youth group. Yeah. And we rode we did the trail rides. Right. I don't think I've ever ridden a horse like by myself at that point. And apparently I looked quite nervous on that horse. And Tim was the wrangler behind me, which I didn't know at the time, but did a great job of calming me down and letting me know that I looked good on the horse, like I had good posture or whatever. But apparently that was a lie. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, yeah, it's not right to lie. And I don't remember precisely what i said to you i don't really either but clearly it had an impact on it definitely did um and so it just goes to show you that uh words do matter Mm -hmm. and what you say to someone when they are in a moment of possible panic yeah really does matter it does because you saying that made me go home that weekend and tell my mom mom the guy on the horse behind me said i looked like had good posture on a horse can you sign me up for their summer camp and then I went to that camp for five summers, middle and high school. And then I worked there for five summers. Like, right. made a big impact on my life. Just you saying that without even really, you probably said that to four other kids that day too. I probably did. Yeah, that would look nervous, did. but made yeah. an impact on me. Right. And so I <clears throat> I like to, I actually do think about this quite often and it's a good, and I actually use this story oh, in good. staff training. Oh, good. Because I think it's a good illustration of how every interaction matters. Mm-hmm. Everything Absolutely. you do, everything you say, every bit of body language and eye contact you mm-hmm. make with somebody ultimately matters. Yeah. yeah. And it can have an impact on a decade of their life. Yeah, for and sure. Beyond. Yeah, it did for me. Yeah. Yeah. In a positive or negative way. So like, you have to be aware of what you're saying negatively, too. So. Absolutely. Yeah. I think you just model that well without even like thinking about it, what you say to people. But I think it impacts how like your staff interacts with like their kids and stuff because I feel like I learned a lot from you when I was working at camp without you probably even knowing it just how you communicated with the kids and communicated Mm -hmm. with us as a staff Mm -hmm. and I would kind of implement that with how I like led my cabins or led Mm -hmm. the high school students and stuff like that so it makes it carries on from people to people and hopefully some of my students pick up on how I interact with them in youth group and they can continue that as well I'm sure they do yeah praise the lord yes absolutely but that is a fun story to share because yeah. it's just kind of funny thinking back to a little 12-year-old Sam. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> yes. <laughs> been so a fun. long road. Yes. So Tim and I have been homies for a while. That's right. Um, on, Next on my list is your job, but we're going to talk about that more in depth. Yeah. So outside of your job, do you have any like fun hobbies? So my hobbies 
probably would be hunting and fishing. Nice. Um, I mean, I do a lot of stuff horseback too. And mm-hmm. like, I like to go occasionally compete horseback, like oh, yeah. doing roping and things mm-hmm. like that. But at the end of the day, that's usually I'm out representing Paradise Ranch. Yeah. And so it always ends up being work. It's work. Even though it's fun work, it's still right. work. Exactly. Yeah. So for me, really, really hunting and fishing are the only times that I get out and uh, it's just me and it's something relaxing and that yeah. I enjoy. Is there good spots to fish? Oh, yeah. Up in Silver Lake? Oh, yeah. Which lake is the best one? Oh, man. Probably, I really like Lake Holiday. Okay. So that's the lake that the ranch is on. Yeah. So you like to hunt and fish when you have the time. Yeah. Great. Yeah. Um, So let's kind of get into your role. Yeah. We're going to talk about you and Grace Adventures. Mm -hmm. Your title is Ranch Manager. Ranch Manager. That's correct. What is that? Well, uh, it means that I manage a ranch, to put it very simply. Yes. But that, <laughs> what does that entail, I, I guess? I, I wear a lot of different hats. Yeah. So Paradise Ranch is one of three campuses okay. of Grace Adventures. So we have yes. Grace Adventures main campus. We have Dunes Harbor Family Camp. Very um, fun campground. It's a very fun campground. You need to check it out. Yes. And then we have Paradise Ranch. So Paradise Ranch is the campus that I am in charge of. So everything okay. from taking care of our 50 plus horses mm-hmm. to managing uh, a very small herd of cattle that we lease for our programming oh, yes. um, to hiring all of the summer seasonal staff that are there running the summer camp program. I manage uh, a small set of interns usually. Mm-hmm. And so I, I'm buying and selling horses. I'm training yeah. horses. I'm doing maintenance. I'm doing chores. I'm yeah, yeah. I'm, Your job has always been interesting to me because you need to have the skill set of like running a ranch. You need to yeah. know how to work with horses and cows. Yeah, and teach people how to do those things. And you also need to be very personable because it is like in the summertime, a summer camp for kids. Correct. So you need to know how to interact with them and teach the staff, which is typically college students. Yeah. So it's just like a wide range of skills you need to yeah, have. Yeah, it's a very unique um, set of skills because yeah. there are a lot of people in the horse industry mm-hmm. who are really good with horses, Yeah, but they're not so great with people. Yeah. And then there's people who are really good with people, but are not so great with, yeah. with animals. And so mm-hmm. it's a very unique role that that yeah. does require skills to match for sure is it hard to find like summer staff then that have both or like is there times that you hire people that are less horse knowledgeable but willing to learn mm. i feel like that is true because that was me yeah <laughs> yeah absolutely so i always tell people that i hire people who love jesus mm-hmm. and love kids and love people yeah because that's not something i can teach mm-hmm but I can teach you how to work with animals. For sure. So that that's really how I, I view it. Now, if you already come with yeah. some decent skills, I mean, that's yeah. a huge bonus. Yeah. But it's not always necessary. It's not always the top of the list, I guess. It's no. nice to have. but It is. To have some knowledge. And then there's the other piece of that, too, where I, I sometimes really like working with a blank slate. Yeah. Or uh, as, as far as... Uh, horse skills go because 
then I can teach them, uh, quote unquote, the right way. Yes, <laughs> for <laughs> I'm, sure. I'm not dealing with with uh, a lot of not. I by no means saying that I am uh, the expert and that all of yeah. the decisions and and ways that I do things are the right way. Yeah, or the only way for sure. Yeah. there's a million ways to do stuff. So, but there's probably like a standard for how to teach it at a camp. There is, yeah. So In like, fact, there's a whole organization called the Certified Horsemanship Association, mm -hmm. uh, or CHA, yeah. and they are kind of the industry standard for group riding programs. Okay. So it goes beyond just summer camps. They do um, therapeutic riding organizations mm -hmm. and also um, uh, like boarding and training stables and okay. lesson barns and programs. Yeah. So they're kind of the, the industry standard. Yes. Very cool. Great. Well, let's get into some of these other questions. So like I mentioned, our middle school youth group was just at Grace Adventures this past weekend. And I was so happy with this. Actually, one of the things they were most excited for was the trail rides. Yeah. So almost all of our kids um, went horseback riding and they loved it. Good. We Glad had a great it. time. Glad to hear it. Um, They all were excited to meet Sue. Oh, yeah. Because they knew my love for Sue, ah. <laughs> even though you might not like her as much as I do, but that's okay. Oh, uh, she's a great horse. Yes. She's a great lesson horse. She is. Yeah. She didn't start out that way. No, she didn't. Yes. No, she didn't. Look how far she's come. She's come a long way. We love her. Okay. Um, So let's talk a little bit about you in the ranch manager position. How long have you been in this position? I have been the ranch manager for... 12 years. Okay. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. How'd you get there? Like what's your, yeah. what's your backstory to getting to oh, man. Paradise Ranch? It is, it is a, uh, it is a lengthy story. So I'll give you the, uh, the podcast version. Okay. Perfect. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but really it's, it's a story of how God used and continues to use horses and people combined in my life to bring himself glory. Yeah. That's, that's really what it comes down to. I, I didn't, I didn't grow up in a ranching community. Mm -hmm. I didn't grow up. Um, my, we, we didn't have horses as a family until, uh, until I was in upper elementary school. So okay. I grew up on the West side of Chicago. Yeah. Um, yeah, not very ranch. No, <laughs> not not ranchy at all. There, there were quite a few horses there. Okay. Um, believe it or not, but, um, my grandparents had a place north of Madison, Wisconsin. Okay. And we would go up there and, and they had quite a bit of pasture ground that they leased to the neighbor for a dollar just to make it legal. Oh, nice. And that's just <laughs> the kind of people my grandparents were. Yeah. They're, they were, uh, very hospitable. Hospi yes. They, they went to the hospital a lot. No, they, <laughs> they uh, <laughs> no, they were, uh, hospitable. There you go. There you go. got great. it. Love it. Anyway, so uh, the neighbor said that they had saved him so much money on pasture mm. uh, that if we ever wanted to get a horse, that he would take care of it for us like okay. it was his own. And so cool. that's kind of how we got started in, into the horses. And that's how I got my start into not just horses, but the Western culture. Okay. Because he nice. was very much a cowboy. Yeah. Um, we would, anytime I'd go up and visit, he would take me out riding. He got me, I mean, he gave me my first ride horseback when I was three years old Oh, and, uh, got, you know, I, that's how I got hooked on John Wayne movies oh, yes. and all that. So, yeah. um, but eventually, uh, as I was going through elementary school, the, uh, 
I, the only way to describe it is really the, the devil kind of had a hold on me. Mm. Um, I grew up in a great home, grew up in a Christian home. There was mm-hmm. nothing, uh, quote unquote, wrong at home. Yeah. But I was very angry, mm-hmm. very angry at the world. Didn't really know why. Yeah. Um, and I was starting to go down a pretty bad track. Okay. Um, ended up going and seeing social workers and, mm. and actually they, the school sent me to social workers without my parents' permission. Interesting. Yeah. I didn't let my parents know at all. Hmm. Yeah. It was anyway, it was that kind of a- would not fly today. No, it would not fly today. It was kind of a messed up situation. Yeah. But anyhow. Um, so because of that, um, I was a very consistent prayer request in my parents' small group at church. Oh, I bet. And they were the only family in their small group that didn't homeschool their children. Okay. And so through some uh, some wise counsel and necessity, my parents decided to take me out of school hmm. and to homeschool me. Okay. And I wanted to be homeschooled. How old were you? At I was in sixth grade. Okay. When I got taken out. So of, starting middle school. Starting middle school. Okay. Yep. And... Um, it was probably one of the greatest things that ever happened to me in my life. You know, yeah. uh, homeschooling is for sure not for everybody. Yeah. Um, I know many people who homeschooling w- would not work for. Yeah. But it was one of the things God used to save my life. Mm-hmm. And so it was through uh, through homeschooling. But then also another pivotal point was that my parents brought our horses from Wisconsin down to Illinois. Okay. And we found a boarding stable uh, about five, six miles away from the house. Okay. The owners were a Christian family. They were heavily involved in 4-H and things like that. Mm -hmm. Um, And so I started taking lessons there. Our horses were boarded there, which makes it sound like we were very wealthy. We were not. Um, We actually worked off our board on three horses. That's what I was going to ask. Yeah. So we... We had to work. We did all of the chores for this family on Sunday so that they could get a, a Sabbath day. They could yeah. have a day off. Mm-hmm. And we did that for, gosh, probably 10 years almost. Yeah, so that covered you and your two sisters that have a horse there. Correct. Okay. Yeah, so yeah, myself and my and my two sisters, we each had a horse. And then when I was, uh, so I got heavily involved in 4-H, um, competed all the way up to a national level in 4-H. Sweet. Um, and. Uh, uh, then when I was 16, my parents, uh, through some friends of a family got me hooked up with a horse trainer who was also a pastor Oh, cool! out in Northern California. And this just goes to show oh, how yeah. much, how much times have changed. Yeah. So we had only ever talked to this gentleman and his wife on the phone twice. Yikes. Never met him. He was a friend of a friend of a friend. Interesting. And so my parents put me on an airplane uh, at O'Hare International, first time ever on an airplane, and I flew by myself. By yourself. From O'Hare to Reno, Nevada. Okay. And they drove three and a half hours from Alturas, California, okay. down to pick me up. Wow. Didn't know what these people looked like. This, I mean, this yeah. was before so you just had to hope. smartphones. Yeah. Yeah. Hope and it was the right people. I hope it was the right people yeah. when I get in their truck with them and drive yeah. three and a half hours. How and old were you? I was 16. Okay. Yeah, I was 16 years old. And, uh, and so, so I lived with them for part of my 16th summer Okay, out in California and we wow. trained horses all day long. Sweet. He was also a pastor. Mm-hmm. And so we, uh, we did church stuff in the evenings and, nice. uh, we even did a, a tent revival one weekend, which oh, was exciting up in cool. the mountains. Yeah. It was, yeah. 
it was pretty sweet. Um, but yeah, it just goes to show how much times have changed. I asked my, I asked my parents when, uh, when I got older, when I was in my mid twenties, I asked them, so like, what made you okay yeah. with sending me to complete strangers mm-hmm. at that age? And I will never forget what they told me. They were like, so we kind of figured that this is the road that God was leading you down. We knew that you had a gift with horses mm-hmm. and we had told God when you were an infant that we, um, that, that you were his child, not our child. Mm. And so they, they had dedicated me to the Lord and to his service. Um, and that if I died out there, that I died doing something that I love to do. Yikes. Yeah. That's, wow. that's what they told me. So that really set me on a whole, uh, lifelong adventure. I ended up moving to Wyoming, going through a YWAM discipleship oh, training yeah. school, uh, the cowboy chapter of that, working on ranches and running Sweet. rodeo Bible camps. And then after that, I came back to Illinois, trained horses for two years professionally. Mm-hmm. Hannah and I got married. We were um, childhood sweethearts. That's so cute. And uh, and then we uh, got recruited for the job we have now. Yeah. How old were you when you started that, Grace Adventures? We were 21. Okay. That's what I thought. Yeah. I just told someone that. I was right. Yeah. 21. Yeah. Nice. Yes. I always forget all those things that you did before, like the YWAM and the California. I always forget all those things that helped lead up to this. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. It was a lot of very unique experiences for a kid from Chicago. Yeah. But the Grace Adventures role has been your longest. Yes. Correct? It's the longest I've ever been anywhere. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, it's also time. the furthest the furthest east I've ever lived. Really? Is Michigan. Yeah. yeah. So that's how you got to Grace Adventures. Yeah. Do you like your job? I do like my job. That's good. There are certainly uh, difficult parts. I bet. And that's on my list. Like what's what's kind of the your favorite and least favorite? Mm. Or if there's a couple things that you're like, this part isn't always so fun. Yeah. I think probably the the hardest part, or or I'll I'll go on a, on a couple of options. Okay, here. that's fine. One is finding time to get everything done. Yeah, there's, there's only just, so much time. There's only so much time, and I have kind of come to realize that I will never get my to do list done. Yeah, it's just always going to be there. Yeah, it's never ending, and that's been freeing. Mm-hmm. Uh, or is freeing when I remember that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which is on my to-do list is to remember to <laughs> not worry about my to-do yes. list. Um, I think a challenge is and has been learning to serve and work with different types of families. Okay. And different types of parenting styles. Yeah. And so even though I'm not a uh, a biological parent myself, yeah, um, I get to work with a lot of parents mm-hmm. and a lot of children. Mm-hmm. And I get to hear both sides of the story on, yes. on a lot of uh, family interactions. So uh, it's been very interesting. I, I think that as culture has changed, even in the last 10 years, mm-hmm. um, 
there has been a couple of shifts in okay. parenting styles, yeah. even in those 10 years. And I think that this upcoming generation is going to, is going to possibly parent better mm. than potentially the last two generations. Yeah. And, and I think that because they are, um, tech technology, though it is part of their life and they don't know a life without technology. Mm -hmm. I think that some of the flair mm -hmm. and ooh ah factor of yeah. technology is not really there with them because they don't know any yeah. different. Yeah, it's just always been a part of it's their life. It's just always been a part of their life. And yeah. so I think I'm starting to see a shift hmm. go back to spending time actually getting to know people and yeah. actually having conversation and yeah um there there's more of a focus on genuine relationships yeah i mean kids have always been able to tell when you're blowing smoke oh for sure and they always will be able to tell yeah but i think that this upcoming generation is really craving that genuine conversation and relationship mm -hmm. Which is really exciting to see. Yeah. Uh, and then I think back to your original question. Yeah. Because that was an, a major rabbit That's trail. okay. That's a good thing to be thinking about. And I definitely <laughs> see that as well. As yeah. you were saying that, I could think of like one specific thing some kids have said. Yeah. yeah. In like the same kind of I would imagine realm. you do see a lot of that. Yeah. Um, in your role. Yeah. But... So what else were you going to say? I don't yeah, remember. The, the, the difficulties. Oh yeah. It's hard to really say things are difficult because so much of it is just like, that's, that's the job. Yeah. So dealing with parents who may have a different perspective on instances or occurrences yeah. and things yeah. like that. I mean, those are not always pleasant, Yeah. but they're part of the job. Yeah. And, and you learn how to not take things personally mm -hmm. and you learn how to um one of my favorite parts actually which is the flip side of that same coin mm -hmm. is uh i feel like i've learned and i'm still learning how to partner with parents yeah as they raise their kids mm -hmm. i think that's huge in your role too because you don't want to go into it and be like i know everything and like oh. here's how you're supposed to raise your kid and stuff but it's very important yeah to be coming alongside them and be like, here's what I see in today's culture from like the outside perspective and Absolutely. how I want to come alongside you to like serve your kids. Absolutely. Yeah. Because w one of the, I mean, nobody knows their children better than their parents. Mm -hmm. For sure. No, nobody does. And nobody ever will. Yeah. For anybody to say anything to the contrary. Yeah. You know, they, they have no idea what they're talking about. Yeah. I mean, no, nobody does. Yeah. But one of the uniquenesses of someone in a camp director position or a youth pastor position mm -hmm. is that you you do get to see these kids in a unique environment that yeah. is outside of their norm. It's sure. not school where they spend a significant amount of time and mm -hmm. it's not the home, yeah. which is where they spend the other parts of their time. Yeah. So they right, wrong, or indifferent behave differently. Yeah. In those two environments. Absolutely. In youth group or in or in camp. Yeah. And there are things that that they will learn and experience at camp or in youth group that they won't 
mm-hmm. other places. Yeah. And so we have a unique opportunity as a youth pastor and a camp director to really take advantage of those opportunities mm-hmm. and use them to help parents reinforce values yeah. from a different perspective mm-hmm. and a different voice, yeah, but still an adult voice. Mm-hmm. And that is a really unique opportunity and position to be in. Yeah. Do you want to so. do a little plug for your horsemanship video real quick? Oh, sure. What's it called? Yeah. So I have a YouTube channel called uh, the Michigan Cowboy. Yes. And there are uh, two basic types of videos that we're putting out on that right now. Um, one is more of an adventure type okay. series because believe it or not, the cowboy culture in Michigan is, uh, I wouldn't say it's thriving, but it's. Yeah, but there's more than you would probably there's think. There's more than you would think. Yeah. There's more cowboys in Michigan you'd think. Yeah. And the other set of videos are called Horsemanship for Life. And it is okay. where I use a horse as a tool and a vehicle to illustrate biblical truth. Okay. But like you mentioned, working with horses can be dangerous. Mm-hmm. And you have experienced quite a few injuries. Yeah, I've, I've proven that statement. Yes. Yeah. You're still alive. You're still moving. You're still fine. But you've experienced some injuries. And this summer you experienced a pretty big one, correct? Yeah. Yeah. It was a life-threatening injury. Yes. So can you kind of, in? but it wraps up with a really cool God moment. Absolutely. So can you kind of give us the three-minute version of that story? Yeah. Great. So I ended up getting bucked off of uh, one of my personal horses mm-hmm. and ended up rupturing, uh, partially rupturing a kidney Okay. and having a partial pneumothorax or like a partially collapsed lung. Oh, yikes. Um, I went to the hospital and they missed it on the first trip. Okay. And so I ended up going about a week yeah. with, with those two conditions, injuries, mm-hmm. um, without pain meds. And I was working the whole time. I just, you know, the hospital told me there's nothing wrong. So I just thought I was a big wimp. Yeah. You know, <laughs> big baby, <laughs> just a big baby. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> turns out, no, the opposite. And, uh, so I had a, a men's retreat the following weekend after the, the accident happened. And there was about 120 guys. Okay. Um, actually all from, uh, impact church. If I can plug another church oh, yeah. on a, uh, another church's That's podcast. Fine. Don't know the rules about that. That's fine. And uh, anyhow, there's about 120 guys. And I had been talking with the leader of the group over the weekend because he could tell I wasn't feeling great. You know, things that a collapsed lung will do to you. Yeah. Well, you have a high pain tolerance. I feel like every summer you're like limping around or something. You got something (laughs) happening. But like I I heard stories of like Tim was not himself for a while. So like people can tell when something's really off. Yeah. Yeah. I was I was in rough shape. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I was leaking fluids into my abdominal Ugh. cavity and and all of that good stuff. No fun. Yeah. So anyhow, um, as I was talking with this guy, uh, he was the the pastor, the leader of of the group, and before uh, they left, all 120 guys gathered up around me, laid hands on me, and prayed over me, mm. and which is which is wonderful. Yeah. And I I would love to sound uber spiritual and be like. Oh yeah, that was, um, you know, that was great. And why wouldn't I expect God to heal me yeah. from, from that? But that's exactly what God did. Yeah. Um, which is really cool. Um, and all the glory to the Lord. I ended up going back into the hospital cause my body started going into severe shock mm-hmm. and ended up getting, they found the injuries. I got transferred down to Butterworth hospital 
Oh, right here in yeah, Grand Rapids. Right here in Grand Rapids. Yep. So they took me from Ludington to GR in, wow. uh, in an ambulance. That's like a two, yeah. two hour drive, right? Yeah. They did it a lot faster. Oh, I bet. Yeah. It was yeah. great. And uh, <laughs> it was super fun. And anyhow, when they went in to do the surgery, they could see where my kidney had been leaking, but it mm. was healed. Wow. And my lung had reinflated. Wow. So within what? Yeah, I didn't hear that part of the story the first time. Yeah. Wow. So within uh, within 24 hours of of them praying over yeah. me and and then my wife, because she's a social media guru. Yeah, that's where um, I saw it. Put a, put a bunch of stuff um, on all of the pages, all the Insta chat or whatever it's called. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> and then uh, <laughs> such an old man, such an old guy. Yeah. Um. So I, I know I had people all across the world praying yeah, for praying me. praying for you. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. That's really cool. So, I just always love hearing that story. I hate that it was like, you're in pain for a long time. I was. Yeah. Like severe pain. Yeah. And you don't, like you have a high pain tolerance. I do. So when you're in pain, it's like, yeah, it must be something. I only had wrong. 11 hours of sleep for that whole week. Yeah. That's I not sleep. enough. And like summer camp was going. Yep. You summer had a staff to like be leading at the time. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. I was working 16 to 18 hour days. Yeah. In the heat. Summer camp is no joke. It's no joke. Yeah. Anybody who says that you play summer camp oh, clearly has never, they've never worked at a summer camp. They've never worked at summer camp. No. You are in the trenches. Yes. Not to cut off your story, but that's yeah. a good segue to summer camp. If we yeah. want to quick do a plug of like what Paradise yeah. Ranch is, because people know overall like what a summer camp yeah. is, but the ranch is a little bit different. The ranch is different. Can you kind of tell us a little bit what, absolutely, what the difference is? So Paradise Ranch is um is a horsemanship camp. So when you come to mm -hmm. a Paradise Ranch camp, the horsemanship activities are not just free time activities. Yeah. It is a good chunk of why you're there. So yeah. at most camps that uh that have horsemanship programs, most of them you go and you spend maybe a couple, three hours. Yeah, it's like a specialty. It's 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 more like a specialty you get a kind pick of thing. Yeah, exactly. To go to. And so you go to that activity and you, and you do it, which is great. But at Paradise Ranch, you get roughly twenty-five to thirty hours. Yeah. Of hands-on horsemanship. A lot experience. of horse time. A lot of horse time. So in the morning, you're taking riding lessons. You're getting ground lessons, learning everything from vet care to how to groom and bathe and saddle properly to yep. more advanced ground working techniques and mm -hmm. things like that. Uh, trail rides, wagon rides, learning how to work cattle. Yeah. Um, and, and and I think the the cattle piece is a very unique piece For to sure. Paradise Ranch. Yeah. Um, and 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 that comes from some of the the background that I've that I've yeah. been able to to have. You have the skill set to lead that. Correct. Yeah. Correct. Yep. And uh, so we do cattle drives out on our yeah. challenge so course. Fun. It is super fun. So um, yeah, Paradise Ranch is is a, is a spot where life transforming horsemanship takes place. Yeah. Um, it's it's where horses and lives meet for the glory of God. Because mm -hmm. the horse, it's it's not. Uh, Although there's a lot of horse time, it's it's not about the horse. Yeah. The horse is just the tool. It's yeah. just the vehicle. For sure. It's very fun. It's very fun. I enjoyed it a lot as a kid. Um, and even as a staff, it was very fun to do. So that's the majority of the ranch camp. But you still get some of those typical camp experiences. Correct. Yeah, you go like, over and use our waterfront yep. and, and things like that. And so. there's chapel and there's singing and there's a band. Correct. Like all and that Bible kind of, study. Yep. And, yep. 
yep. all of your traditional uh, camp activities. Mm -hmm. So you get the traditional with like this cool aspect of, I get to learn how to ride a horse. I get to learn how to take care of a horse. I get to learn how to do right. all these things. There's, the there's a time. tremendous amount of actual skill development. Mm -hmm. I think that's why I liked it so much as a kid. Cause it was like, I loved all the camp activities, but I felt like I was getting almost more life skills yes. to like take responsibility. Cause like the camp counselors weren't waking up earlier and getting the horses ready for us. We right. went and fed our horses before us yes, and stuff like that. So it was like a lot of responsibility that I liked and then they made it fun. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So it's very fun. Um, are you currently looking for any staff? Yeah, I am. I need two of my core staff positions. So one is a weekend wrangler. Okay. And that person is in charge of, uh, as the, the title says, yeah. uh, handles all the weekend stuff, Yes. but they are in charge of the wrangling crew who uh, run all of our, uh, ranch programming for our family campground. Okay. Like trail well. rides, like and trail stuff. rides, pony, pony rides. rides, wagon rides. Yep. yep. And then they also run our community team sorting events. Okay. So team sorting is uh, is a cattle event. Uh, you have mm -hmm. to sort cattle in numerical order. The cows have numbers Very on fun. them. Uh, you have to sort them in numerical order from one side of the pen to the other. And it's an actual uh, competition across the entire nation. Oh, cool. Um, that there's actual like leagues and things for. So Yeah. Very cool. That's uh, pretty neat. And then uh, I'm looking for my uh, my high school core staff in charge of our high school leadership program. Mm -hmm. We don't run a traditional high school camp. It's, yeah. it's all leadership based. Mm -hmm. And then uh, that person also usually functions as our health officer. Yes. Uh, which we can send them through training for. And then I need one more Wrangler. Okay. Great. Oh, so, and, and my ranch hand leader is okay. also what I need. And people can find more out. Yes. Online. At graceadventures.org. Okay. You click on the how to get involved tab and that goes Perfect. for not just summer seasonal staff. It also goes for, uh, if you're looking, if you're interested in volunteering, okay. we have a ton of volunteer opportunities, everything Perfect. from, if you wanted to work in the kitchen, you wanted to work in maintenance hmm. or you wanted to work in any of our programming. Yeah. We have opportunities for you. So you can check that out online. Yep. And then same way for like kids to sign up for camp on the website. Yes. Website is the way to do it. Okay. Yep. Sweet. And what is the age group that can attend Paradise Ranch? Seven to 17. Okay. Sweet. And yep. you have a couple different options. We're going to quick do speed round of this, but there's like a half week, correct? For yes. younger kids. Yeah. Cowpokes camp is what that's called. Okay. And uh, that's a great introductory camp program. Um, it's a, uh, a shortened uh, camp experience. Then there's Trailblazers, so mm -hmm. upper elementary age. Okay. Uh, middle school camp is called Range Rider Camp. And then our uh, freshman and sophomore students, they are part of what's called Pathfinder. Okay. And then our upperclassmen are called Quest Campers. Nice. Sweet. And you can learn more about that online or Absolutely. follow them on social media. All, All that good info stuff. info is there. Not that Tim does a lot of social media, but someone yeah. does. Someone does. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but this was very fun, Tim. Thank you for stopping yeah. by on your way through yeah, to go great. get another horse. Appreciate it. Yeah. Thank you. Have a great rest of your day. Yeah, thanks. You too.